This is Lovey Dummies. I'm David. And I'm Perlan. Thanks for joining us. Welcome to another date night. Hello, Pearl. Hello, Dave. We are recording this actually in the afternoon. <laughs> so not really date night, maybe date day. Okay. <laughs> sure. Anyway, um, we just got back from a vacation in the Philippines. We were there for about a month. It's true, and yeah. we kind of like want to apologize for the delays. <laughs> <laughs> but we had a great time while we were there. And um, speaking of the Philippines, you know, we, we had planned to, we had a topic for this particular date night that we were going to have. Which is about social media. Yes. Um, but we wanted to take some time to talk about something because, you know, we were just in the Philippines and uh, something happened. So uh, today we're going to be talking about pain. And this is this is really kind of going off of the last episode that we released, um, who was it was actually one of your Filipina friends uh, who lost her husband suddenly. Um, but this this is, I guess, another tale in your family that you wanted to share. Right, right. Um, so the topic for today is the purpose of pain. Mm hmm. You know, uh, pain is inevitable in this life, and I think it's important that we talk about what the purpose of pain really is. Otherwise, our hearts are going to get hardened, mm -hmm. you know? So, uh, here's what happened. Um, on Tuesday afternoon, I got a phone call from my cousin in Tokyo, and he sounded uh well first he sent me a text message that our cousin in the philippines just passed away <laughs> and so i i called him immediately after i saw the text message and you know we were both upset because we we couldn't understand what exactly is going on yet <laughs> and you know it there's always this um, element of shock when you can't seem to believe. It seems like there's a gap between mm -hmm. what your mind knows and then what... The reality of yeah, the situation. Yeah, something like that. I'm sure a lot of us have, you know, been there at some point. I think when something happens suddenly like that, especially yeah. it's it's like that. Yeah, so that's what we wanted to talk about today, and uh, I actually have a very good reference, so this is what's going to be our guide as we go along our topic today. Yeah. It's a book written by Paula Reinhardt called Strong Women, Soft Hearts, but let me tell you, this is not only for women, mm -hmm. and this was specially written for women because I guess women are more emotional generally <laughs> okay maybe and so maybe anyway going back to the topic of you know the sad news that i heard from my cousin i had to uh call a bunch of people back home because it you know it turned out that this happened very very suddenly i still remember you know meeting her in the philippines when we were there Mm -hmm. We, I actually met her, and she said, "Oh, 
Pearl, you're here. I said, yeah, hey. Mm -hmm. And, you know, she was going somewhere. I was going somewhere, too. So it was just a casual meeting like that. Mm -hmm. You know, back home, it's very normal to see people around and say, hey, hey, you're here and things like that. But, you know, everything's all right. And I little did I know that it was going to be the last exchange of words that I'm going to have with her. And so um, this episode is also dedicated to her, her life, and, you know, our family, the Alatid family back home, and especially to her husband, Mm -hmm. uh, because, you know, it's impossible to imagine what he's going through right now. Right. And uh, we understand that and we respect that, especially since uh, she celebrated her birthday May 21st. On Sunday, just Sunday. The day before. Yeah. No, actually, she passed Tuesday. Tuesday. So two days later. Two days. And uh, what's more sad about it is uh, 10 days before she passed, uh, she posted on Facebook that she was going to have a baby. Mm. And it was just like all good things happening and just five months ago she she was married Mm -hmm. and so she was still in this you know honeymoon phase and everything is glorious and wonderful with lots of hopes of you know starting a new life Mm -hmm. and living a wonderful life and just imagine all of that suddenly going to be taken away from you and so i don't only want to talk about that particular experience or that particular part of her life because even myself i i have experienced something similar although it's not an actual literal death of Mm -hmm. a person what happened to me was like a death of a relationship Mm -hmm. like you know about this right yes so before i met dave uh i was in a brief relationship with someone this is well it lasted only like three months <laughs> so it may sound really funny but you know we weren't like teenagers anymore who kind of like well it doesn't matter if we break up today because we can't get married yet <laughs> you know something like that so um kind of like uh, it was the beginning of the relationship, so we were both very happy with lots of dreams, lots of plans. Mm-hmm. And then, it, for me, it was like, um, it was as if he died on a plane crash or, mm-hmm. um, or died in America because uh, the last time I met him was when he was on the way to the airport to visit his family in America. Back in the States. Yeah. Yeah. And that was the last time I saw him. Mm -hmm. And, you know, what? the last time I saw him, everything was okay. Mm -hmm. We were uh, exchanging stories. It was fun. And we were looking forward for for when we meet again, when he comes back. Or, you know, I told him just, you know, give me a text, send me a text, or call me when you get to the states yeah and it didn't happen and the next time i heard from him is like you know he was breaking up with me yeah the tone had completely changed yeah and so things like that there's just this you know sense of powerlessness Mm 
when you thought it's it's going to be a good life ahead of you, wonderful days ahead of you, and then suddenly it's kind of like, like nip in the bud, mm-hmm. something like that. And so today we we just want to talk about the faces of pain and maybe at the end let's think about you know together the purpose of pain and of course you guys are welcome to share with us uh painful stories especially grieving sudden losses like that okay mm-hmm. so dave what's the first one uh, well the first one is sort of what's relevant to uh, what you just talked about which is the sudden form where uh, something happens and it blindsides you. You don't see it coming. It just happens. And all of a sudden, you're having to deal with loss or you're having to, uh, you know, there's, it's just like life changes in an instant. And all of a sudden, it's it's not something you're prepared for. Right, right. So, like I said, my, my cousin, like, uh, she had no kind of like, known illness or something like that like everything was normal up to that point that she just suddenly passed um you know things like this are totally unexpected and mind-boggling and you know i i could since i've experienced it i i just felt this big like aspect of pain wherein there's a gap between the reality mm-hmm. presented to you suddenly and what you thought life is, you know? And so I think this is the most difficult one. We're going to talk about three phases of pain, mm-hmm. but I think this is the the most um, difficult one because your heart is not prepared for this. You mean like the the most difficult one to deal with? Yes, yes. Yeah. It's because there's no reasoning, there's no logic behind it, and a lot of people I know um, blames God when these things happen. Mm-hmm. You know, sudden things like this, uh, because we we just realize how powerless we are, and we have we are left without any choice but to just you know continue living our lives, but. You know, it's never going to be the same mm-hmm. anymore. And if it's a loss of a loved one or uh, a sudden end of a relationship, you just don't know how to start again. And I think that's the most difficult part because, mm-hmm. you know, you, you never saw it coming. And so the second one would be? Uh, the second one is subtle, the subtle form and... This one is, uh, you could say that it's, in some ways, it can be easier to deal with just because once you identify it, um, that makes it easier to to kind of figure out your way through it. But I think it can be equally as, as devastating as um, sudden pain, just because, you know, it, it sticks around for so long. Like a dull toothache. <laughs> yeah, it's just... Um, in some way, like you can, you can learn to live with it, which is might not be the most healthy thing to do, um, and so it can be, it can really affect your trajectory in life if uh, you just like if it 
it can affect the way that you uh, just the way that you make plans and, and things like that. So it's you know if it I think the subtle the subtle pains that we experience often have yeah they're harder to name and they're less tangible but um, it's it makes them somewhat like more easier to just sort of uh, to like accept I guess and and make you feel like you know this is just the way it's going to be and and I can't you know the things that that I feel like God is calling me to just aren't possible yeah. yeah it's true it's like uh, you know if you have a dream that's not working out as planned and you just come to the point of burning out it's mm-hmm. it's this kind of pain it's like you've exhausted it just makes everything. you question yeah. it makes you question what god wants for your life i think in a lot of ways and it's it can it just feels like well maybe this isn't what god wanted for me after all when maybe it's just you know god wants you to fight for it yeah and you're just in that limbo wherein you don't know whether you're going to push through pursuing it or just give up and it's painful we all know that and so the book says even the subtle forms of pain like the loss of a dream the loss of an old identity the loss of a valued ability need some space to be acknowledged if we just skip past we miss more than we realize Mm -hmm. but you know the challenge is how can we pray over something we cannot name how does God meet us when we don't know where we are? Mm-hmm. And so this requires a lot of, you know, deep heart search, soul searching, things like that. And we're going to talk about that later on. But here's the third one. The third one is Amplified. And this has to, it's like a sort of like parallel pain. So the way the book explains it is... Um, it's usually something that happened to you in the past is amplified by a current, uh, like something that happens to you in the present. So it's like experiencing the past and the present at the same time, at the same time, mm. which causes you pains. Double the pain, I guess. <laughs> yes, yes. So uh, the book also encouraged us in you know in this way when it said God often allows us to be wounded in the same location of an old wound the pain in his hands has an antiseptic quality mm-hmm. with the potential to cleanse and make new so you know the right steps we take in the present the words we speak that have always needed to be spoken tend to touch both places in our lives simultaneously mm. And so I think the purpose of this amplified pain is when we didn't get the lesson or when we, when God wanted to take us to a different direction by, for example, removing certain people in our lives. Mm -hmm. And yet we kept pursuing other things rather than God. Right. And, and so the pain is just going to get worse and worse because that's, you know, that's God pursuing us. Mm-hmm. And I know this is difficult to understand for some people, but, you know, this is the reality of life. And this is what I believe the purpose of the of pain is, is to lead us to our own true selves. Mm-hmm. So to end the discussion on these three different types of pain, 
we wanted to read this quote that's in the book. It's actually at the beginning of this chapter, and it's from Ken Geyer. It says, So much is distilled in our tears, not the least of which is wisdom in living life. I have learned that if you follow your tears, you will find your heart. And if you find your heart, you will find what is dear to God. And if you find what is dear to God, you will find the answer to how you should live your life. Yeah, so I think, you know, this pretty much explains uh, our topic. The purpose. Yes, the purpose of pain is um, God is leading us to a better position in life. But it requires this, you know, this lesson. Sometimes it's it's really painful. Sometimes it's dragging kind of pain. Sometimes it would just struck us, you know, just like that. But um, I think, you know, what's important to learn about pain is to accept our vulnerability. Mm-hmm. Like how powerless we are in this situation. Because I have another experience, like, um, uh, as you probably know, uh, I used to live in Fukushima City where... Um, a big earthquake happened back in 2011. So a week before the earthquake, um, me and my friends, me and my Japanese friends, we had a great time skiing. We went to uh, Zao in Yamagata. It's a famous ski resort area. Mm-hmm. And we had such an amazing time together. Little did I know that that would be the last time I would be seeing those people. Mm-hmm. Well, I, you know, we're still alive. We made it. We survived. But um, life had taken us in to different, you know, life circumstances and uh, sent us to different parts of the world. As a result. As a result of the earthquake just a week later. Mm-hmm. And so life can change in a split second. You know, and it's something that we should realize. Now there are lots of bombings and like things like that, like totally unexpected things happening all around us. And I think it's important to us to think about uh, to face our vulnerability. Yeah, like we said, um, things happen in our lives that we cannot predict, that we cannot control. And in a lot of cases, that's something that we have to carry for the rest of our lives. And um, what this book talks about is is just the, you know, coming to peace with some of these things that you have to carry with you. Uh, like in the previous episode, we talked to, to Menchi about, you know, losing her husband. You know, she'll carry that with her. Um, and just like, um, you know, your family with, with the cousin that just passed away, this is something that uh, it's not going to go away, you know, you'll always remember. And uh, it's really, it's up to us to respond in such a way that, you know, it builds our character. It doesn't tear us down, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, so finally, you know, we we would like to share with you this wonderful thought. Uh, because, you know, we also, Dave and I also experienced our own share of painful experiences right Mm -hmm. and uh, when we experience pain it always leads us to an invisible fork in the road Mm -hmm. 
I think in terms of, especially like in, in romantic relationships, when we experience pain, so if it can be, you know, very subtle things or it can be major things, uh, one thing I can can conjure up is, you know, something that's actually related to what you talked about with, you know, the relationship that ended very suddenly for you. Um, I remember last year when I went to Arizona to be with my parents on vacation, uh, we had sort of a tough time during that, during that vacation. And I think part of it was just because it, it made you relive that experience of, you know, your your significant other is traveling overseas, going to meet his parents. And then his parents were, were able to convince him right, that like how, how are, you're not right for this girl. And how then. are the parents going to react <laughs> to, you know, that, that, uh, that situation, I guess. Anyway, um, I remember having some, some talks with you about those, those fears that you had. And for me, that was, it was painful for both of us, obviously, but it was also painful for me just because, um, because of the trust issues, it felt like you didn't trust me. And so that was, that was something that was painful for me. And that's, that's sort of what we're going into is this invisible fork in the road where you have to make a decision based on the pain that you're experiencing. How are you going to respond to your partner? How are you going to respond to the situation that just happened to you? Um, is it going to lead you to be more patient? Is it going to be? Is it going to lead you to be uh, just more open, open-hearted, uh, or are you going to sort of retreat into yourself, uh, worry more about yourself, be more paranoid about um, your loved ones or, or what have you? And so that's that's the choice that you have to make in in the situ these painful situations that we we get into. Yeah, so the question is, after the pain, what will you do with your heart? So you can play a game of pretend, or you can get stuck in the dark and ugly, wrapping yourself in the strangely warm cocoon of anger and bitterness. Mm -hmm. Actually, maybe this is going to be in another episode, but um, we should, I think it's important also how you, how to learn how to grieve well and how to deal with pain mm -hmm. in a healthy way. Because it's true, some people just get stuck in the dark and ugly part of that experience. And then, you know, uh, we, can, we can get our hearts hard mm -hmm. in the process. And so the book says, you can take all the longing of your heart so exposed in the loss and determine you will not hurt like this again, ever. Whatever course you choose, your heart knows the truth. You have come to an invisible fork in the road. And what I really want most to say is that it matters where you go from here. Mm -hmm. It matters to you and to everyone you love. It matters to God. For the secret you stumble on is that if, once hurt, you open your heart and let God take you by the hand. He will lead you to a better place than you have known. And this place is not necessarily easier, but mm -hmm. a place of freedom and even joy. And so we would like to end with this one. Pain is a special province of the heart. And in the providence of a merciful God, He is able to convert it 
into something golden, something good. And um, in the book of Isaiah, uh, there is a very encouraging uh, promise in here. Isaiah 51, 3 said, says, Indeed, the Lord will comfort Zion. He will comfort all her waste places and her wilderness. He will make like Eden and her desert like the garden of the Lord. Such a wonderful promise. Yeah.